<laughs> so, this is the meat pod. Is back. It's been on a for one night only. Perhaps <laughs> quite a quite a bit of a hiatus. Well, we've been training in the hyperbolic time chamber yeah. because we had to train to get ready for the specialists of guests. I know we had Chip before. He's not the specialist of guests. No. We have one way specialist. Yes, we have the one and only down south representative. Mm-hmm. Four oh seven. Four oh seven. Florida boy. OG Mike. What it do? Live in the Meat Pod Studio at Meat Pod HQ is OG Mike. OG Mike, are you happy to be here? Please say yes. Man, I'm excited. I'm stoked to be here today. Yo, I'm ready to get turned up. You ready to turn up? Turn up. Get live. Get buck. Get buck. What does that mean? So get buck well, is actually not, before you say, can I tell you what I think get buck means? What's get buck means to you? Man? As far as I know, get buck means get naked, which I don't <laughs> plan on doing. Oh, God, no. Some will, some will, some, some, will, some yeah. will get buck like that. But uh, get buck is pretty much you know another slang term of you know get wild and everything, go go crazy. Okay, that makes sense. Sort of like get crunk, am I right? Yeah, but get it's like crunk. Going buck wild, man. Yeah, but get hype and everything. Anything that will get you hype, you know, that's pretty much get buck. Alright, that's good to know. So it's I, I know that I can get buck twenty four seven whenever I want. Fully clothed. Yeah. So uh, you can get buck in the bedroom with somebody, you know? Indeed. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> as far as I know, or rather, I do know, OG Mike, you actually requested to be on the Meat Pod. Of course, we've mentioned you on the Meat Pod a few times. We were happy to say yes, but you actually wanted to be on. Yeah, you know, I heard, you know, good things, you know, about, <laughs> the, about the Meat Pod thing. And, you know, I just like, let me go ahead and put myself out there for the people that's on this thing, you know, since, you know, I heard, you know, great reviews of my little segment, which I was, so. Uh-huh. That's Goji Mike. Instant classic here on the Meat Pod. Have you heard your own segments on the Meat Pod? Have you listened to the episodes with you in it? Yeah, I listened to a couple, and um, it was actually quite funny. It was actually quite funny how <laughs> um, some of the questions that was asked that, um... I went out. I went out there. You, know, <laughs> you did go yes. out there. Yes, you did. I went there on some of the answers, and I was just like, I didn't realize um, I did a big pop on it. <laughs> now, the best thing about Ask OG Mike is you never really know what you're gonna say, which is the beauty of it. Yeah, that's why we always wanted to ask you these questions because you'll always surprise me. <laughs> And if you do remember, in one of our Ask OG Mike segments, um, we just kind of censored everything you said as if you were saying the most profane thing (laughs) in the world, which was partially true. Do you remember what you actually said, though? Most of it, but not all. All right. So let me ask you the question again, then, to see if your answer has changed. What was it? Uh, If you were to be a girl for a day, would you? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, the, no, the answer still stands. Okay. Where okay. I stand before. Okay. Um, no, I will not. <laughs> but if you didn't have the option and you were a girl for a day, what would you do? Pretty much be a whole all day. <laughs> yep. That's the same answer, you know? <laughs> I got a question for you right now, though. Oh, it's a little yeah. different question. Every now and then when I see you, or I used to anyway, ask uh, what you did for work, what your job was. And you would always give me the same answer, which was... I hustle. And you would not elaborate uh, on what that meant. Now, are you willing to expand on that or can you explain what hustling means? uh, Absolutely. So there are different types of hustling methods. Um, Some people do hustling the legal way. Some people do hustling the illegal way. Right. Not you, though. Oh, no, not me. do the, the thing that's going to jeopardize my freedom but no um i do have a main job i do i actually do security for a theater in Times square oh very nice so there's times where we're busy and then we're not busy so just to keep myself on um, float and everything because i'm not like many people who have 
um, full-time quote jobs and everything <clears throat> or that nine to five or whatnot. So I pretty much do a lot of different side hustles. And what I realized about up north, especially in New York, which where I resign is there's a lot of easy, easy money, um, stuff that you could do to make money. Some do deliveries, some do passing flyers, and then there's like extra um events going out where they need, you know, special hands to do, you know, tell people to the red, we need volunteers to do that. And they, you know, they give them a little sign money, you know, yeah. on the side and everything. Of course, tax tax and everything. But when I say hustle, I'm always a person that I'm always about getting money any kind of way and form as long as it's legal of and it's right. Because that's <laughs> the right thing to do. So, not the wrong thing. Because, right. you know, the wrong way gets you in trouble and go to jail and everything. But um, I always learn, you know, especially from my time growing up, is just you never want to put yourself in one place and rely on that one factor because you never know what could happen mm. so i always just like keep other stuff out there to find ways to make money especially if i'm on my day off you know you never it's like the whole saying if you can make money in your sleep why not make money when you're on your day off i've never heard that saying but it makes sense Insane. Now you said you work security though. It's kind of like a main side hustle, right? They ever had to take anyone down. Um, I had to throw some people out. And what do you do when people are, you know, acting up, acting a fool mm-hmm. in a bad way? So my job, you know, they know that I'm the muscle. Of, of Obviously, group. yeah. It's, yeah. It's clear they see those calves and they oh, don't yeah. want, <laughs> they don't want any part of. You should from now on when you work oh, your security man. job. I want you in shorts so that way people can see I your calves. I look weird in shorts. Uh, the audience needs to know that OG Mike has the largest calves in the world <laughs> of pure muscle. Uh, but it's just natural. It's just natural. That's it. But when I, you know, I have to throw some people out, and sometimes, you know, I'm like, I try to be reasonable, trying to let people know, hey, you know, you calm that down, you know, you don't, you know, not trying to start the people, because sometimes it's like a quiet show sometimes, and yeah. you don't want interrupting people to mess up the show. But then when people, you know, act a fool, I kind of like, I need you to step up. I need, I need you to stand up. I need you to take a walk with me. And then when that, <laughs> when that don't work, then it's all about start. Doing the Uncle Phil, just pick them up, and <laughs> just, take them from yep. the waistline, just jazz them out, jazz them out, <laughs> throw them out the door. Got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this security job it seems pretty interesting. Have you uh, met any interesting people? Actually, I have. So this theater is called the Town Hall. Um, the Town Hall, and it's a um, historical building. It's been in the city for years and years and years. And people be sleeping on it where we do get a good amount of celebrities to do certain shows, certain podcasts, certain concerts. And then on top of that, you know, people come to speak. Um, we have celebrity even being audience. So I've seen, you know, a couple of several celebrities, well known. Um, sometime like last month, we actually had a show with, um, one of the sites. Mm-hmm. So she was doing like a Netflix special. And then um, Joe Button did a podcast at our theater um, that was on Love and Hip Hop. We should do a podcast out there. We should. Book you and just we'll sell out. It Featuring could. the security guard, OG Mike. It could, you know. Um, I know um, I met me a couple of celebrities. She like... Um, you know, face to face and everything. Uh, what's her name? Um, Hillary Clinton. No, I met Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish I, did. I met Hillary. I think I saw a picture once that you met Amy Schumer. Yeah, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Uh, Mark. Um, what? Well, Mark. Um, Buffalo. Mark Buffalo. Mark, I love him. <laughs> uh, I think you're uh, the Hulk. Yeah, the Hulk. 
Yes. Who is Mark, that? Mark Buffalo. Oh, okay. It's, it's Ruffalo. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who is Mark Wahlberg? Is that a different guy? Yes, he's the... He's the shorter version of John Cena. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just think of Transformers and you you know him. Yeah. Okay. Now, this is a question I've been saving for this special episode. Is I've always known you as OG Mike. And I got to know, where did the name you know OG Mike come from? Now, you don't have to tell me where Mike comes from. I have a guess, <laughs> unless I may be mistaken. But at what point did you start going by OG Mike? So that was actually started by the the I will literally call them my big brothers and the um, coaches at the ROH JoJo okay. back in the day. Um, they just called me um, Old Man Mike for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't maybe, understand. It maybe I was like the I know with the age that I came into the school was like up there, but maybe I was like the oldest student to come into the school. I don't know, but I started out as old Old Man Mike. Yeah, and I think was because I was so different among everybody else. I realized everybody was all Northern like. And I'm like very, very southern, like especially yeah. to my music. And nobody was really into that urban culture. So I brought a lot of my urban flavor that most of the stuff that I know that most southern people are in the south. And it just, it just catch on to they say, you know, I'm now OG based on the fact that I'm like the most urban, most southernest <laughs> guy anyone could ever meet and I just translated to my own little thing as far as what most people do in the south now I gotta come on your side for this one because when cheeseburger calls you old man Mike I really don't understand it one bit like I don't really get what he's going on about I have no idea either <laughs> and I was just like but the, funny, but the funny thing about that name I'm used to an old Slash to it because that was something that was even given to me when I was a freshman in college. Where it's like, um, my crab brothers in the band for mm-hmm. some odd reason, even when I was like what 18, 19, a freshman in the band, they called me old nuts, old nuts <laughs> for some odd reason. <clears throat> that was nuts spelled with a Z at the end, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. was it an implied Z? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old nuts. Uh, so you mentioned the Ring of Honor Dojo. Like, what was the story with you starting to train at the Ring of Honor Dojo? Um, so what a lot of people don't know is the fact that I took a gamble risk on my own where I pretty much paid this money on my own. I technically have money, but I didn't have money. Yeah. So okay. meaning that I had no money to really say, oh, I'm going to go ahead and trained to be a wrestler. What I did was I took a risk and took out money out of my 401k to pay for the school from the job that I had previously to take the money out and just like, yeah, I'm going to take a risk with my own money that I saved up for something else and see how it goes. And the risk and gamble paid off. I'm still here. Now, did you just like... uh did you live nearby at the time, or did you just get on a bus, or what? No, I took I took a bus all the way from Florida to come all the way up to Bristol, Pennsylvania, to you know check the school out. A, a friend who was a very um, fan fanatic with wrestling kind of convinced me to you know check out you know the ROH dojo. I was like, I'm gonna check it out. But I was more fearful of the fact that it's up north, and I heard so much myth stories about. The north <laughs> and I, the cold. You got to tell me some of these stories. What What's a story you heard that you were afraid of? Um, the cost of living. Okay. Like us down south, us down southerners know that you know the cost of living. Everything is cheap in the south. I, that's good. I thought you were gonna say like a bigfoot or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> but I was more fearful of the cold. Cause I heard the stories of cold and the weather and I'm not a person of the cold before I even came up here I never seen snow in my life oh wow now I'm just like I hate snow <laughs> me too 
Yeah, but not. you you from you from Indiana. I am, you, but you, still, you see snow every day. <laughs> every day you see it. <laughs> it's twenty four seven snow there. Uh, but no, I can I can relate to the yeah. the hating of the snow. So you know I, we're tropical. That's how it is. Oh, yeah. You know, we're tropical. Absolutely, people. we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though I was born in the winter, but I am a summer person completely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just took that gamble. Um, I went and check out the school. Saw some stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. And then when I saw certain things that just wasn't going right, I just like, nah, then we go ahead and pack my bags, took two, two luggage. And within what, two months after coming up here and checking the school out, moved up here in January 2015. Yeah, 2015, started training. Yeah, that's a crazy story because like you got to be brave to just you know bring your whole life up there. Oh yeah, but you know I've always been a risk taker of everything on my life. I've done things where you know I won't say I I risk my life, but I've done things that have been crazy. Yeah, you know, you know, crazy stuff where it's like you know dating people I've never met before. Talk what? To, That's yeah. crazy. Well, talking to somebody that you, I put it like this: I dealt with a catfish scenario oh. without being catfish. I need to hear this <laughs> if you're willing to tell it. Yeah. So I mean, basically, before social media became a thing, before catfish became a thing, okay. that everybody know about. You know, everybody was on the MySpace tip. And, you know, certain people was, like, getting requests by these people, these people, just to yeah. add on to the list. So, this one this one girl from um, Carolina added me on the list. I was like, you know, hey, you know, you, know, you want to be cool, talking cool. We chat for about a good year. and A year? I, yeah, about a good year. We started talking August of 2005. Yeah, August 2006. I'm sorry, August 2006. And for that whole year, we've been like chatting through the phone, email, Facebook, uh, MySpace. And then I just simply ask her, yo, um, I got a trip to, um, to the theme parks. And I'm just wondering if you would like to go. And when I told her what was going to be the trip includes, this is something that, you know, you would think this is some type of fairy tale type of <laughs> oh that fancy that, huh? I won't say it was fancy. She just didn't know what I had in my pockets oh, okay, when it comes okay. to connections and links and what and who that I work for that pulled off the stud that I did. And Are you saying you know Walt Disney? Well, I had to deal with the mouse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, I used to work for Walt Disney World at one point, the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I told her, like, look, I got a trip, which blew up within a year span to the point that I able to take somebody to go to all, all themes of Walt Disney World. Okay. The parks, um, the clubs, the water parks, interactive, then SeaWorld, then Universal, and stay at a um, Disney hotel for a week. That is a lot of hookups for sure. That's a that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing about living in Orlando, Florida, if you work for not even work for a theme park, you gotta know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody uh, who robs somebody. <laughs> no, to get tickets. Oh, so. <laughs> like yo, I don't care if you say you have your best friend, second baby mama. Work for Disney. <laughs> the <World>. second one. <laughs> yeah, we have a best friend. You know, this is a you know this um, best friend, baby mamas. You know, and you know that they got tickets to go to Disney World. It's like, hey, you know, what can I do? Do you get hooked up with tickets? Yeah, and everything. You have to know somebody for you not to pay the money to go to the park. So, um, I told her you were gonna be staying at the Disney hotel for seven days. And it seems so unreal that, you know, I even said, you know, 
brochures, maps, and everything yeah. to, to the girl place and let her yeah, know. Yeah, maybe she thought you were the scammer here. Yeah, like, <laughs> you can't, I can't, it's like, it's hard to recoup, it's like, I could redo the trip yeah. today, but to somebody brand new that's not, that's been so scammed up with, you know, with dating and everything, it's hard to pull that off in these days now. Yeah. But what i able to do, I kind of converse her in a way in a way that um that she say yes and again we started talking in August 2006 and the first time I met her is May 2007 okay and before then I just seen pictures there was no face mm-hmm. FaceTime mm-hmm. no Skype <laughs> no none of that I'm just going by okay I'm hoping this is the person <laughs> who she th- who she is based off the pictures. So right. could you describe how the pictures? Yes. Yeah, so what are these pictures? Like, look like? Was she, you know, just Halle Berry looking dump piece? No, she's. Well, let me see. How should I say? If I have to describe her to someone of today, I would have to say. She's somewhat of a Cardi B. Okay. Not okay. as far as looks wise, but mm-hmm. personality wise. Okay. Okay. Now that's that doesn't answer the question <laughs> anyway, but that's all right. Just continue the story. <laughs> so what about what about looks wise? Yeah. How did she look like, looks wise? I guess what we're asking is, did she look, you know, very attractive in her photos? Yes. She okay. is she definitely looked who she said she was. And her pictures, but she definitely has a feature that I oh. truly, truly love. Oh, okay. okay. And um, I don't know if it was more of a, I think it was more of a curse than a blessing because every time I meet women mm-hmm. and I'm getting some type of vibe with them as far as talking, I always come up with women who have double D breasts. <laughs> Okay. And she was no exception. <laughs> okay. Not whatsoever. So that was something I had to contend with. But you contend with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess I have to yeah. take these right. double D's out. Well, actually, it was ease. Yeah. It was ease. Yeah. So, but they were, they was lovely. They was lovely. <laughs> they was lovely. Okay. Short and lovely. Like she was short mm-hmm. and height. But lovely in size. Okay. So what happens on this fateful day then? Um, I was hoping she ain't gonna just like, oh, you're not my time and have me take her back because I pretty much not only took care of the trip wise, I took care of her, um, traveling, like the whole expense and everything everything was under my under under my hands. So yeah. again, she did not know what I had as far as how is these days is coming down, mm-hmm. but other than trying to take care of her trip to come down and food and everything, you know, I was just hoping things was going to be right, and it was. So because of that, um, you know, I never had issues of saying I've been catfished because that was like, and then plus back in them days, it was like you were more fearful of someone kidnapping you uh-huh. and having you run away with somebody because those were those stories that had my space and bad reps. So just to say, well, I'm going to bring somebody all the way down to Orlando who I've never met in my life and she's going to be under my care for seven days in a hotel. Right. And we made it work. So I guess the question now that all the viewers want to know is, did you smash? No, no, wait a minute. <laughs> you said this was a catfishing story. No, it wasn't a catfish. What? It's, it's, it's not. I said I was in a catfish scenario okay. without being catfish. Because you know you hear the stories of, well, I've been talking to this person right. for a year. For a year straight, and then you first meet up, and it's yeah. not even. They're not right. even double Ds. And they're not even right. double Ds. And it's and not even the fact that, you know, oh, why can't we video chat? Because, you know, a lot of people these days now feel like if we're talking, now it's like, well, I need to see either we meet or we video chat. Yes. Yeah. And I it, ask every girl that I talk to to send me a video recording of her face saying my name out loud 
doing a doing a peace sign with their hands. That way, I know it's official. Just in case they're catfishing other Eli items, you get the peace sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. well, you know, I've never been a person who actually had to go down that route. Even to today, I don't go down that route of saying, "Oh, I need to video chat with you just to see if you're real." Mm, you put too much faith in the people. I put too much faith in people only because if I've never, if I've dealt with so much of the risk taken back then and never had issues before, why become worried now? It's like, if I've never got in those situations before, it's like, why bother worrying about it? Yeah, I put, I would say I put faith and judgment on these people only because if you're if you're being true to yourself, why do you have to lie about yourself? So, if I'm getting this right, are you saying I've never been killed before? So why should I ever worry about you know standing in front of a moving car? <laughs> but did you smash? <laughs> Let me see. Should I answer that? Oh. I mean, seven days. Uh, you, you know what you can do in seven days? A whole lot of stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, we did a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> but I would say I never thought that we were going to smash. Mm-hmm. But, you know, certain things did kind of happen. <laughs> But I'm Some not, holding the hands, you know. Yeah, we hold hands. Some hugs. Hugs and everything. Yeah. Um, she did some stuff that I wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. You know, meaning, you know, she was on that yaya, so. <laughs> Naturally. Naturally. But, um, <laughs> okay, what is yaya? <laughs> you know, it's a little slang, you know, slang word for, you know, for the. For the you know for the good on the for the good stuff, there's a lot of drugs out there, and I need to know if this is marijuana or heroin. Oh, pretty much not. I know heroin. Okay, it's the marijuana. Okay, that's the yaya. Yeah, people call it a different name back then with yaya. Now it's like onions and stuff. (laughs) Is that real? Yeah, I'm sure it is. I am Bobby Brown, Whitney's, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But um. We did know something. We got internet. <laughs> good. That's good. We got internet. Good. Good. I would hate for those double D's to go to waste. Yeah. So. Oh, nah. Ease. <laughs> yeah. Nah. But, yeah. So, it's like, because of those little scenarios, I just don't worry about whether somebody's going to trick me or not. And mm-hmm. everything. I just, I just go by, okay, you know, you're presenting yourself to me like this is who you are. And I'm hoping that you are who you say you are and everything. Right. But, um, but yeah, like, I'm truly blessed and truly very fortunate that I'm able to do something that I don't look at this as I'm chasing my dream. I look at this as I'm changing my life. And uh-huh. this has been a life changer for me. Um, a person that's not only just been a wrestling fan, like everyone else for years and years and years, but just the fact that I'm doing something that zero people thought I would be having even a chance to do. Oh, listen to she I listen to everything, but yeah, she money is that she's you know she's the truth. She's one of my go-to artists I like listening to even today. So turn up for me is like one of them songs where it's like it was just it was just. The, the melody, the, the hook and everything. And after that, that became one of my go-to songs at the gym. Oh, yeah. You yeah. just doing reps to turn up? All the time. And do you, have you ever used turn up as a, as an entrance music on the indies? I haven't yet, but I will. That, surpri- that surprises me. Well, I have to find some way to edit these. Ah, uh, uh, yes. You know, <laughs> let them let fly. Yeah. Just let them fly. So, so, uh, I mean, if I could let it play, I will let it play and everything. But if there was something that I could, you know, edit some of the um, profanity, I definitely sure will. Now, Eli's first Ring of Honor theme just had a, just had an N-word right in there, just it, playing on live TV. It did. Ugh. Yes, it did. Just hidden, hidden among the leaves, yes. it was an N-word. <laughs> a soft A, but still. Yeah, it did. 
Dun, dun, bye. Throw your hands high. Show it. Love. <laughs> That's what it's saying. It's crazy. <laughs> These with the song I got, it got more than just M words. Okay, yeah, B words, yeah. possibly some C words. But right now, I'm doing. You know, I'm still doing the crumb. What I've been playing in the Indies, uh, I've been doing um, a little John song called um, "I Don't Give a What." As far as the clean version, ah, uh, yes. You know, I don't give a what, and I like high energy music. That's what's like a lot of the. Down South music is all about is high energy, all in your faith, edgy, you know, wild music and everything. So, like music like that, where it's like you, you have to be careful going to the clubs in the South when they play music like what, that. What, what do you mean you have to be careful? You gotta be careful. Because some music, we have some music that they will play in those in the club that. It's not legitimately fight music, but it's fight music. <laughs> it's fight, yeah. It, so they just put songs on and people just start fighting? If, if someone catches a bow, you know, when yeah. a Little John's song comes on, yeah, it's like just they, the way they, it they, is. They and play. is the DJ just like, yeah, keep fighting? Yeah, they will play oh, yeah. songs that it's like, you know, people throwing bows or whatever. It's just <laughs> like, what was the one, one wild song that... um. Some people was afraid to play in the club back in the day. Um, like what, Trillville, um, Never Ever, um, Cry Mom, Nuck If You Buck. Like, songs like that, you know, you know, or even, or actually, the one, the one song that I remember, it was very hard. Cause it will cause a scene. Was um, why are they playing these songs? It was hot, <laughs> you know. Um, Little John, um, Rep Your City, you know. Okay, that was a song, especially if you in a like a school in a school area where there's multiple peoples in hot city areas. Of course, people are gonna rep their cities and everything. Their city better than the others, and that could cause a scene. If you're not leaving in an ambulance, you're in the wrong club. Not, it's it's not a real party. No. Yeah, and they make references of that too. <laughs> you know, there have been songs. They they have their songs about starting riots in clubs. Um, have you but, ever tried to start a riot in a club? No, nah, if I would, if I was in it. I probably would leave as soon as it breaks out. No. Uh, OG Mike would be the last man standing. No. <laughs> it would just be a scat. No, just like cor- corpses everywhere. Yeah, yeah, bodies be, everywhere. Yeah, I'd be in a mosh pit. Definitely a mosh pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when that adrenaline is just pounding and rushing there, thing, it's like, you know, unless your health is in danger, no, nah, stay in that energy as okay. much as you can. Yeah, I was in a um, I went to an ICP concert uh, a few years back, and that energy level was so live. It was just like I did not want to get out of that mosh pit. Oh, so you a big juggalo? I'm a juggalo. I'm a hood juggalo. <laughs> Face painting on? Close to it. Okay, close to it. But I'm definitely a hood juggalo. Now, is there when you say hood juggalo? Is that like a different sect of juggalos or? Is a juggalo, but you hood. Oh, there you go. Have you, <laughs> ever, have you watched some uh, that ICP wrestling? Any? I've seen a few back in the day. I didn't know they'd have anything now, but I've seen some back in the day. I bet you could get booked with them. Hey, I I, I, I rep they set. You know, I rep their music and everything. So hey, they have me on. I definitely represent. Now, what is a juggalo? I will say a juggler is pretty much a person who is being um, that misunderstood, but they have a unique style of themselves that you know they represent themselves loud and proud in a, in a sense where you know you understood you understand you know the hardships. Of making yourself known and making yourself proud and everything, so that's my interpretation. Okay, that sounds like Chip. Yeah, Chip is a juggalo. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right. I miss that guy. Ah, oh, we do too. Yeah. So, if, before I try to just move on to any other topic, do you just have any funny stories off the top of your head that you can tell, you can think of? 
Well, okay, I will say this. I've my close friends have banned me from making any type of Kool-Aid and tea. What? Yeah. Why is that? Because I'm a person that I love sweets. And okay. apparently when I make tea, when I make Kool-Aid, I make yellow Kool-Aid, <laughs> apparently. And my friends tell me that I make Kool-Aid like it's Robitussin. <laughs> this is not becoming any more clear to me. <laughs> so what is some, what what is ghetto Kool Aid like? You just dump that. You just dump that you, bag of sugar in. Oh, I yeah. see. You're doing but like the double how, bag in it. Well, you never heard of the term ghetto Kool Aid. Ghetto Kool Aid been out there for years. Uh, well, I, I think you can clearly see that Sean <laughs> is not from the ghetto. You know, well, I mean, it's not even a ghetto thing. It's just like we all know. Like a lot of people, especially in the south, we love sweets. So you know, we like every we like almost everything sweet. So I'm just asking, what makes regular Kool Aid different from ghetto Kool Aid? It's the sweetness. So you you it's more concentrated then. Yes. Okay. Yes. And now, why have your friends banned you? Is it too ghetto? Too it's, ghetto. Yeah, it's too ghetto. For <laughs> okay. Though. You know, some people don't like too sweet, and some people like sweet. But I like mine's too sweet. Now. Give me a breakdown of how ghetto this is. Like, wh- how are you preparing this? So, if I'm not mistaken, like the regular package of Kool Aid makes is on the directions it says right. two liters of water. And what right. do you do? Yeah, everything is correct, but instead of measuring the right amount of sugar, I probably put like, maybe uh, one more extra scoop or extra scoops of okay. sugar, um, double time than what it says. Double double the sugar. Double the sugar. Okay, so everything's correct until you double the sugar. Yeah. All yeah, right. Some more. We should have some ghetto Kool-Aid sometime. Hey, we should. I make I'll make a mixture. You know, <laughs> whatever flavor you like, I'll make it. What's your favorite Kool-Aid flavor? Strawberry. That's my favorite too. I love a good strawberry. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you like cheesecake? I know Eli's a big fan of cheesecake. I love cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecake is nice, but I'm actually a brownie person. Oh, okay. Brownie is nice. Now, is that a is that brownies out of the oven, or is that another drugs thing? Oh, no, no. Just brownies. <laughs> just regular just, brownie. Just regular brownie. Okay. <laughs> now, you want to talk about microwaves, you know, I like it cold, like a, like a soft, warm, put the ice cream on top, let it melt. Uh, you know what my hair piece of the brownie is? Is the corner piece extra crusty? Um, See, I like the middle. The middle. Oh. Yeah, I'm a middle guy. Nice, moist, chewy. chewy. Mm. Me and OG Mike are on the same. No, page, well, you know, <laughs> I'll just I'll just unplug this mic right now. <laughs> right. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with the you know, but the corners and well, the, the corner you get the crunchy edge, and That's then true. you get the chewy off to the sides, mm. off That's to the other true. side. That's true. I mean. I actually will start, at, yeah, from the corner and then work my way to the middle. <laughs> from the middle to the corners. Now, when I have a plate of brownies that I eat all by myself, yes. I'll cut all the edges out first and just keep going around in a circle. Nah, that's just like those type of people that when they eat a sandwich, they take all the uh, edges out. And the crust. Eat, oh, yeah. The crust of the bread. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Do you do that? No, that's just weird to me. Wow. Yeah. You know, just, You're wasting some good crust. Yeah, that's some it, square, it some square stuff right just there. Just eat the yeah. bread as is. Yeah, in fact, when I eat sandwiches, I just eat the bread as is, and then I eat the meat, and then I drink a little bit of mustard. Because, like, what's the difference? What? What? Why would you <laughs> I mix them up in my stomach. Now, uh, OG Mike, I wanted to ask you real quick: uh, How familiar are you with today's celebrities? You pretty familiar with them? Um, a few. Not all, but a few. Okay. Well, I wanted to play a quick game with you uh, called Mofico. Okay. It's, uh, you know, marry one, okay. F one, yeah. kill one. If you're interested, I would like to play with of you. Course, of course. Of course. Okay. Sounds a good idea here. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we're all adults playing Mofico here. Yeah. It sounds perfect. So, uh, here's my three. You know, you say who you want to marry, you know, okay. and kill. So what I've got here is I've got Monique. Okay. Are you familiar with Monique? Yeah. Okay. So Mon- Monique, Melissa McCarthy. You're familiar with her? Melissa McCarthy. Is she the woman who has AIDS? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 
Is she related to AIDS in any way? I don't think so. I'm not so sure. Okay, well, I'll think of a different one then. So we'll come back to that in a second. We'll just we'll come uh, back to the AIDS. <laughs> don't F her. <laughs> so we got Monique. We got Amy Schumer. Okay. And we've got Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, man, that's no, that's that's already an easy one. <laughs> that, that's that's an easy one from the, from the bunch right there. Okay, so I definitely F Amy, Mary Monique, and kill Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, I just wanted to make it clear as of right now, Amy Schumer is pregnant. So, are you okay with saying this? I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I have no comment. Uh, I plead the fifth. Okay. There you have it. Uh, OG Mike, I gotta ask you another question. It's reminded me of a, of a Mofaco of old. Um, it's not a Mofaco, but are you familiar with the uh, with the Medea movies? Yes. There's some Medea movies I like. Everything. Um, I don't watch all of them, but there was right. a few I like. Do you have like a top three Medea movies? Because in Meat Pods past, uh, Medea actually. You know, was a chart topper in one of our movie competitions. Okay. In fact, if I recall, it was the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> Medea goes to jail. That is okay. I won't say that was the, not my top. Okay. What's your top, top Medea movie? So I will say Medea's Family Reunion was one. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I do actually like that one. That's when he takes the chainsaw to the couch yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. And what's what's the third one? I remember I saw. I would say this one, but it's more of a tired pair movie. But it's not Medea's. Okay. But um, I would say. Medea most wanted. That's a good what? one. That's a good one. I've never seen a Medea movie. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. You would love Diary of a Black Woman. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I mean, the thing about, especially with Diary of a Black, Man, um, Black Woman, um, it does give that um, that. Stereo, I will call it stereotype. Um, you could say that, yes. <laughs> um, because now, because what I look at it as, um, it gives a lot of topics of yes, the hardship of a black woman who mm-hmm. you know get cheated by the man that she's in love with, and now she you know score from that, and you know she's pretty much. You know, taking her frustration out on a new man that it's hard for her to trust because it's hard for her to get um, away from what she dealt with in the past and then getting her um, her vengeance back to the person that um, she was married to. So it does give that little mm-hmm. stereotype of, of a topic of, you know, okay... Established black, established black woman, get cheated on by um, the man that she loved, which is a black man, and mm. for the fact that she's trying to find love in a new man, it's like it's hard for her to trust because she feels that not all black men will treat the black woman right. Yeah. In the movie, um, the man she's married to, uh, before he leaves her for someone younger and more beautiful, who is also a black woman, uh, he gets shot Uh because he's a lawyer and he's representing this uh, gangster or something like that. And they Uh find him guilty. And the guy was like, the gangster guy's like, I thought you were going to get me out. And he goes, I didn't promise you nothing. And then right before he leaves the courtroom, he gets shot in the back. and he In the courtroom? Yes. He gets shot in the back and he gets paralyzed. Then the person that he cheated on with, she leaves him, and then his wife comes back. Comes back. And then physically abuses him for about 30 minutes in this movie. Okay. Like, she she cooks herself, like, this full-course meal, and she's eating it right in front of him, and he can't move his arms and so, <laughs> his so, legs. But he, the man's getting abused. He's getting, he's getting abused. But he abused her. 
Yeah, he's abused. He abused her. He abused her first. She get she getting her legs back. Mm-hmm. But then there's some part in her conscious mind that you know what? No matter how much you did me wrong, you're still my husband. Yes, I still love you, and I'm going to nurse you back up. This not, was after she drowned him in yeah, uh, in yeah. a bathtub. Not okay. because I, I feel like I'm hearing two different movies here from two different sides of the table. No, no, you're no. hearing the bad side of what she's doing, <laughs> but now she's doing the good things. And you know, there's some ideas sprinkled in from here. Well, and there. What I'm hearing is OG Mike's talking about this, you know, family tale of drama, and then I'm also hearing that uh, a paralyzed man's getting drowned. Yeah. Well, the he's getting drowned. Only because it's like, like he want her, she want him to feel the pain. Right. To be clear, he did some, he did bad things he, too. Yeah. Uh, he he beat on her and he kicked her out of the house, left uh-huh. her with nothing. Left her with nothing. Did he like? Did he like throw some marbles under her feet and she fell down? No. no. <laughs> the worst of like for anybody, the worst thing you could do to a person when you've been married to for so many years and everything is saying that I'm leaving you for another woman and then you're going to be out with nothing. Especially and, a black woman. And the fact they don't that, roll with that. Okay. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, y'all built this empire together and yet he's taking everything and leaving you with nothing. No, no I don't. Okay. Now the thing that where Medea plays in, Medea was like that type of person that is like, what he did what? Oh no, no, we ain't having that. Like she's a type of um well I could say she's a type of I guess friend, family member that's like, yo, they they did you what? Yo, tell them, give me the word. And I'm gonna F him up. I'm gonna F him up. And he's like, no, nah, like everything he have, you get in half. So that's why she took the chainsaw. And <laughs> okay, so yeah, when she kicked, when the guy kicked the lady out of the house, the lady was like, oh, I don't know what to do. And Medea's like, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna go back there. We're gonna take everything, like every half of everything. So she brings a chainsaw with her. Uh-huh. And, uh, She's like, nope, I literally met half of everything. And <laughs> she cuts the couch in half. Okay. And, uh, Cut the couch. Yeah, this is, they're, they're destroying the property of a paralyzed yes. man? No, he's not he's paralyzed. Not, paralyzed yet. Yet. not yet. Okay. Yeah, not that's yet. towards like the end of the second, yeah. beginning of the third act. The third yeah. three-act structure of Medea. Of yes. course, yes, yes. And it's funny because beforehand, the lady was like, you know what, this stuff happens all the time. I figure my way out, and then Medea's uh-huh. like, "Oh hell no! Uh-huh. You're gonna go and you're gonna abuse that man. <laughs> you're gonna." Now, um, <laughs> when this guy gets shot in the spine, yeah. and paralyzed from the waist down, does a laugh track play when he starts suffering? Is, is no, that how it works? It's, it's a very serious. It, scene. It's, it's it's like a saddened scenario where it's like. Yeah, karma came back to bite you in the ass because you did all this wrong stuff to this person and you never thought for one second the person that you're with now is going to leave you and she ended up leaving for the guy. Uh huh. And also you get shot in the back yeah. with bullets. Right in the spine. And become permanently disabled. Now, now in within the first, second... Um, Plots to the movie, she met this, 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 this young brother that, you know, he wanted to treat her right, you know, wanted to treat her nice and everything. They started talking and everything. And everything was going so right that, you know, she finally earned the trust of a man. She's going to stay this new person and everything. But when she found out what happened to her husband, she's like, I got to be with my husband. And she left a new guy high out and dry. Mm-hmm. And don't even, not even thinking, you know, the emotion factor you put on him now because he invested so much time in her. But she was like, she got to go back to her husband. But when she realized what love is and this and this and that, she's like, I can't love you no more. And decided to leave the husband after he's, all, you know, in a okay Scenario on par and decided to be with the new guy towards the end. 
Uh-huh. Now, Eli, do you want to tell me some ridiculous thing that happened to contrast all of that? Uh, when uh, when the man gets paralyzed uh, and uh, the lady cooks a full-course meal for herself, uh-huh. and, uh, she's uh, he's sitting there at the table, and he's crying because he's so hungry, <laughs> and he can't move his hands. because He can't it, move his hands either? No, he's paralyzed. Oh, my God. So, like, he's like... Trying to reach for a fork, and he's like crying because he's starving. Okay, like and she's like, "Oh, you're hungry? Well, maybe you should go, you know, make you a microwave meal in the kitchen or something like that." And then he starts calling for his like girl that he left her for. So he's like, oddly enough, her name is Christina. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, he's like, "Oh, Christina, Christina." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But then there's the one part in that scene where she actually got up and. Like, dump his head in some mashed potato or something? <laughs> I think that does happen. That oh, does yeah. happen. So, so he's calling for Christina. And she's like, oh, no, Christina's gone. And then he starts crying some more. And then she goes... Yeah, what a loser. And then she goes, matter of fact, she even cleaned out your bank account. <laughs> she took all of your money. <laughs> so he's paralyzed, fully paralyzed. And he has no money. <laughs> and he's hungry. Oh, what, a, what an idiot, am I right? <laughs> I mean that's that's the that's the thing about karma and everything. You never know what's gonna come back to you when you do people with urban dirty. Yes, and he did do wrong. He beat on yeah. her and stuff like that. But the so. thing that I it was a good move, but the thing that I noticed with a lot of um, Medea movies um, is they speak the tales of the female doing wrong by by um, the black man. But there's but the thing that a lot of people don't realize too that there's women there's women too that do the black man wrong as well that a lot of people don't hear the stories of how you hear a good man trying to do right and meet someone who is you know thought was going to be a good person but also do them wrong too right hopefully that you know that alleged woman gets shot in the spine, becomes fully paralyzed, loses all her money, and has no one that loves her. It could happen. It could happen. <laughs> could happen to anyone. Also, uh, spoilers for Diary of Mad Black Woman. Spoilers. I don't know if I want to hear this, but... <laughs> no, uh, I'm just saying, like, up yeah. until now, we've, we've spoiled the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I mean, there's other spots. There's other spots in there, too. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course. Yeah. Another um another um stereotype of um another um movie was the family reunion. Um, that one had to deal with the fact of both um domestic domestic violence and trust issues. Uh huh. And was there anyone like getting their face in the mashed potatoes too? To you know what? That? You know what? <laughs> Truthfully, not mashed potatoes. <laughs> But hot grease. Oh, so it's just like assault. <laughs> yeah, and this is the thing, and this is coming yeah, from. This is your standard family reunion. And this is, it's karma, man. And see, this it's is coming from. Grease. This is coming from Medea's mouth, because um, Medea's find out that one of the, I guess, one of her family members was getting um, physically abused by. What was going to become um, her fiance, probably her husband. So once Medea find out about the news, she's like, you know what? We're going to, like, this is how you get even. You're going to go cook, you're going to cook your man some breakfast, cook some, some hot grease, mm-hmm. cook it up nice and hot and warm. And when he thinks he's going to get a good hot meal of hot grease, just oh. take the pot and throw it in the face. That's that. That might even be assault with a deadly weapon. Don't worry about that. Medea promotes deadly violence. <laughs> she been in court a couple of times. Yeah, Medea <laughs> goes to jail. <laughs> I think we can all you know learn many valuable life lessons from the Medea uh, critically acclaimed films. I agree. And I mean, she made uh, she made some te- television appearances too, and everything. Like one thing about Medea that she's kind of like. She's the old school Southern type of parenting that, you know, you act up, you're going to get whooped. Hmm. Don't give no mouth because you're going to get whooped. And she made that loud and clear. I think what was, I think there was a scene 
Yeah, there was a scene in the family reunion that, you know, okay, one of the child, one of the child that she's caring of, she's like, you know, people messing with her on the, you know, on the school bus, going to school and whatnot. So it's like, oh, what they doing? What? Oh no, we ain't having that. So she went into the school bus and like, who giving this girl some problems? Mm-hmm. And she literally physically attacked one of the students. Uh huh. That was on that butt because that was giving the girl some problems. Yeah, Life they, lessons from Medea: physically yeah. attack children. Yeah, and she's and she's and she's not no stranger to the belt. Oh, I tell you, if uh, I think there was a scene where uh, one of the TV shows that one of the children was you know giving smart remarks to Medea, and then like Medea was like, you know what? Hold on for a second. Child, let's go to the other room and put that and put that whooping. Oh, well, sometimes you have to beat up a child. <laughs> when they acting up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're getting fresh, you know. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna lie. That was me back in the day. Me I got too. The, I got the belt. I got, yeah. I got plenty of whoopings back in the day. Yeah, Haitian parents love the belts. Mm. Yeah. I got the wooden spoon. I had that too. Mm. Mm. Wooden spoon. My aunt would make me go pick out my own switch. What? She, what? She would uh, say, go pick out a branch on the tree. Oh. And I would have to pick out a branch. Oh. And I'd bring it back to her. Haitian then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, parents don't believe in switch. Haitian parents believe whatever they, whatever they, whatever they could get their hands on. Hot grease, if necessary. <laughs> yeah, that's what they believe. They believe whatever they could get their hands on. Come here, OG. Take this hot grease. <laughs> That's my son. <laughs> Boiling grease. Yes. Let's move on from uh, the Tyler Perry universe. <laughs> Do you have anything that you want to just put out there? You know, this is a public platform for you. This is a hot mic. Yeah, is there anything you, you want the people to know about OG Mike? Either about OG Mike or a life lesson for the whole world to hear. Thousands of listeners. I mean, my big life lesson is just be true to yourself and everything. If you know who you are, you should never have to substitute anything about yourself or downgrade yourself to anything less than what you know you are. You know, as long as you stay real to yourself, true, and just be you and everything, nobody's going to take that away from you. That's all that matters. Now, let me ask you one more question. Let's say there's a, a youth listening, maybe a, a 12-year-old, maybe like early high school, a young OG Mike is listening in. What advice does he need to hear from you? No, as long as you know you're capable to do anything, don't let no one tell you no. Including in romantic matters? And romance and matters. Yes. All right. And th- that, there you have it, folks. No matter what, don't let anyone tell you no in a romantic situation. My yeah. advice is stay away from hot grease. <laughs> All right. OG Mike, do you want to sign us off here? Give us the sign off. So, before we go, I do have a social media page. Here we yes. go. Here yes. we go. Plug your yes. social. Where can the people find you, OG? So, you can find me on Facebook. You can just type my name. Um... Mike Antoine, M-I-K-E, last day A-N-T-O-I-N-E, and you will see me there, or on Instagram at Night and Shadow. That's N-I-G-H-T-A-N-D-S-H-A-D-O-W. You're right, there's no specific spell, it's just the correct way to spell Night and Shadow. Just the correct way to spell Night and Shadow. So I'm on I'm on Instagram. I'm barely on Twitter, so I, you might as well not find, find me on Twitter. But <laughs> don't don't even bother finding me. But, but definitely on Instagram and everything. I have a lot of different words of wisdom, encouragement. I speak a lot about love. I'm also into anime. So right, you know. uh, OG Mike has been known to ask the Japanese wrestlers um, to translate uh, anime theme songs for him. Yes. Well, see, I got into a lot of anime music, and there's some anime songs that 
I listen to the the subtitle. I, I read the subtitle words, but I wish I could only know what they're saying. <laughs> so the I the subtitles. I mean, it's different from what you're, you're reading the subtitle. Knows? Is the subtitles really what they're saying? It could be anything. It, it, it's different from the subtitle compared to just like I might not know the song word from word, but I I literally act like I know Japanese music and I'm singing the words <laughs> like I know what it is, even though I can't sing Japanese, but. I mean, it just it's just one of them things where it's like, yeah, I don't like to know what they're saying. All right, what's a cool uh, anime song that we can uh, play us out with? Just just make your request and we'll, we'll add it in. How about I kind of like play on my own? Like I had it. Well, how about I put it on the, on the um from the iTunes? So you just kind of hold your phone up to the microphone? I could. All right. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> yes, that's what we'll do. Let's see. I actually have a hype one. Good. <laughs> you play whatever you want. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Yo, this OG Mike is not loud. You gotta speak up. <laughs> you speak louder. Like, uh, turn the music down. I don't uh, hear you. <laughs> turn the, you gotta talk. Uh, they're not gonna be able to hear you. Yeah, this is OG Mike, down south representative from the 407 Orlando, Florida. Signing out from the meat pie. You heard me? Alright, now turn it back uh, up. Woo! All right, now slowly turn the volume down. <laughs> oh, he wants to let this rock for a second. Perfectly executed. <laughs>